Dear Shandy, I took your advice. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Should we have a graphic for that? Dear Shandy. Welcome back to Dear Shandy, updates, listeners. Updates, 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 updates. We're very excited. Yeah. Speaking of dates, I like dates. I just oh, have to say. dates are the best. Yes. You mean dates, the food, or, or going on a date with somebody? Fo- I was thinking food. Oh, I was thinking going on a date. <laughs> Like, I also like dates. <laughs> okay, so it's updates day. It is. And we're very excited. I love updates. Update. I just thought of that. Up date. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so shall we get going? Oh, the rule here, Andy, you have one task, mm. and that is to remember the episode number of the last. I got it. Yes, I remember. Okay. I can do it. Okay. Yeah. So the first one is episode 32. Uh, Double sweet 16. Okay. Very good. So episode 32, question number three. This was from Anonymous. How much does a shared sense of humor matter in a relationship with your forever person? Mm. And normally I would try to like refresh, but I think that this is pretty self-explanatory. So I'll just get going. Hi, Shandy. I saw your call for updates and thought I'd follow up. I originally asked how important a shared sense of humor is in a relationship. Your advice was to do some soul searching and ask myself how important humor is to me. At the time, I decided the many other wonderful aspects of my relationship outweighed our incompatible humor and it wasn't a deal breaker. Unfortunately, events unfolded that changed my perspective and your concerns proved to be pretty spot on. About four months after I wrote in, my boyfriend unexpectedly lost his mother. This was a really difficult time for him and put a huge strain on our relationship the following year. Mm. Navigating grief and how to support a grieving partner is complex, and ultimately we broke up. As I was processing the breakup, I kept asking myself, why weren't we able to get through this situation together? Re-listening to your response helped me understand at least one aspect that went wrong. Andy said humor is a great way to smooth out the hard parts of a relationship and I realized that the absence of that core sense of understanding and humor was missing. During the hard times we couldn't make each other laugh and we weren't able to communicate on the same quote secret language wavelength you both talked about. Now that I'm single I truly value shared humor in a more meaningful nuanced way. Your insights and thoughtful response helped me process some of the reasons for my breakup and shaped my priorities for dating going forward. Anonymous P.S. So sorry I called you shared Shady. Let's blame autocorrect. Smiley face. Keep up the great work. You two are the best. I actually kind of like Dear Shady. Me too. Yeah, yeah it's just not completely yeah. accurate. I mean, on the surface, it might seem like sad news, but I actually think... No, this is great news. She's invited laughter into her relationships for mm. the rest of her life. That's important. Yeah. And when we had that opinion at the time, by the way, there were some people who begged to differ with us on how important shared humor is. And I really think this is like a case by case thing, like a personal preference thing. It's obvious, I think, based on our relationship that we have it very high on the priority list. It's extremely high. And I will I am going to drop an enormous cliche. I'm very selective with these. Uh I I don't do it all the time. But this is a huge cliche that's very apt. Okay, And it is that laughter is the best medicine. Oh. That is such a cliche. And it's, you know, it's such a cliche because it is that true. Cliches are almost always true. Name one cliche that's not true. It's just like, oh, no, that's not true. 
Name anything. I know you can't think of a cliche now. No, That's a, <laughs> I, know. I was like, yeah. If you had a list in front of you, though, you'd be like, yep, 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 totally, yep, yep they're all true. Yeah. And I'll tell you something specifically: gallows humor. Mm. Human beings were given the the art of humor, the the gift of humor, whatever you want to call it, to ease the pain of a self conscious life. Animals were not supposed to be able to say like, oh, I'm here and I exist and one day I'm going to die and what's going on. We were never supposed to have that. So to ease that, to create, you know, to cut the tension, there's laughter. And it's gallows humor specifically that is so important in in relationships, but also human life. Gallows humor has saved lives. It saved relationships. It saved human life. It saved communities. The British Empire exists (laughs) because of gallows humor. You know, it's one of the ways we bond. We bond. It's one of the ways we resolve tragedy sometimes. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I mean, again, I think this is going to be case by case. And some people, you know, I think they just don't like you. Even when they find something funny, they just don't laugh. You know what I mean? Right. Right. I I just don't understand those people. But to each their own. You got to laugh when you find something funny. You can't hold it in. What's the point? I mean, that's how I like holding in a dump. What? It's like holding it down. It's like, oh, I can do this later today. No, do yeah, it now. No, you may it's miss like, your what window. does it cost you to, yeah, why is that, are you so self-conscious? That's oh. interesting what you said about the self-consciousness, like the the self-awareness. Yeah. You know what it is? It's like, it's the dessert. Humor is the dessert of a meal. Yeah. You know, you need the fuel of the meal. The dessert is like, you don't need it, but God, does it make your life better. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Okay, moving on. All right, so what episode was that, Andy? <laughs> well, if you must know, it was 32. Okay, and this next one is 40? 40 carats. I think that's the best froyo in New York. Although it isn't really 40 carats. It's 14 carats. 40 carats is a play on 14 carats. Really? Yeah, it's four, 14 carat. There's no such thing as 40 carat gold. It's a it's a it's a double entendre for carrots like the ones you eat. And Oh, I didn't get that. <laughs> yeah. All this time I've just been going to 40 carats thinking it was like 40 carats. I don't think there exists 40 carat gold. That's like twice no, no, as no, much no, no. as No, no, no. I know that. Carat. I just didn't understand that they were using carrot. Why wouldn't they go 14 carats in which case it's obvious that they're making a gold reference or 24 carats. Uh, to be perfectly honest now, I'm not understanding why it's called 40 carats at all (laughs) i guess someone will tell us anyway best froyo 40 carats although andy thinks it's zaybars zaybars is really good it's very close i think i think zaybars froyo is underrated yeah 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 okay very good all right so this was from episode 40 question one it was from claire it went i have a crush on the hot librarian is it appropriate to ask him out do you remember this one Mm, i do going way back Dear Shandy, I'm writing to follow up on my question, which you so kindly answered in episode 40. Andy, I know you said you wanted an update in two weeks, so I'm sorry I waited about 18 months. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't the most thrilling update, and I would totally understand if this didn't make it to air. But I feel I owe it to you both to share an update as you gave me excellent advice. About a week after the episode aired, I got dressed up, marched into the library to pick up my books on hold, and then nervously approached the circulation desk and lied about the self-checkout not working. Nice. I even had a joke prepared. I still use my first library card, one of my prized possessions, so the design is quite unique. And he commented on it. I couldn't believe it. I said my joke that I had prepared, which was terrible, by the way, quote, yeah, it's older than some of the books in this building. 
Aww. That's not terrible. That's, that's all right. That's good. Yeah. Despite the mask, I still choose to believe that he cracked a smile. Mm. Then I sort of blacked out and ran to my car where I kid you not. <laughs> qu- <laughs> where I kid you not, Hungry Eyes by Eric Carmen was playing on the radio. Amazing. I was certain God was mocking me. And that was it for the time being. I just couldn't push myself further than that. And then just as Andy predicted, he vanished. I had to accept that he probably moved to a different branch and I had missed my window of opportunity. Then one day, about two months later, I walked in and he was just sitting there. I am rarely speechless, but I couldn't believe it. It would have been the perfect moment to comment on his absence, but I was so caught off guard that I returned my books and left. It has been about a year since that moment. And after all this time, I wish I had something more exciting to share. He still works at my same library, still does not have a ring. And by now I have seen him without a mask and know his name you both encouraged me to be bold and revisiting this question has given me a lot to think about thank you again for answering my question all those months ago and for providing excellent advice to myself and others as we navigate the very strange world of dating and relationships all my best claire oh oh that's sweet you know what i like she about gave this it a shot she shot her shot kind of a little bit she kind, she kind of, of sh- like it was like it was like one of those guns that has a thing that says bang on the flag that comes out <laughs> It wasn't a full shot. Yeah. You know what I like about this is it's super relatable. And it also kind of highlights how difficult masks were. Oh, yeah. Like flirting was like cracking a joke. Like 90% of human communication is in the mouth. Is it really? No. <laughs> it's, it's eyes. totally made that up. Isn't it eyes? It's, it's a lot of eyes. I think eyes are first, but then the mouth really comes into play. There's a lot of expression. There's smirks. There's, yeah. There's like, a you know, huge smiles, of, frowns. If you think about it, it's a lot of your face covered up. I'm not surprised that it didn't, you know, even if it were a hilarious joke. I actually liked the joke. I thought it was cute. (laughs) It's cute that she had it all prepared and everything. (laughs) But, you know, it's like he would have to like laugh hysterically and then be like, oh, like he would have to have a a much more gregarious personality than he seems to have. You know what I mean? Like it almost feels like they're both a little too... Yeah. Themselves. Yeah. This you know what? You know what he should have said if he liked her, which is which I'm fantasizing that he actually liked her and that he just was too shy himself to really pull the trigger. Uh-huh. It was like it was like a standoff. That's possible. Yeah. Yeah. He could have said, you know, that's the best you got. Wait, about that's what the I jo- would have said about the joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I feel a little sad about that one just because it's. I want to know what I want something to happen there. Yeah, even just the answer, even if it's rejection, you know, you still grow from rejection. Yeah, but she she did it. She gave it a shot. I mean, but she, the shot can still be made. Yeah, he's still there. He's still there. It still can happen. I mean, it's getting a little long in the tooth now. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for the. I mean, she said it was sort of a non-update. It, it sort of yeah. is, but thank you for the non-update. And I'm proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you did something. Yes. All right. What episode was that, Andy? That was 40. <laughs> you say it's so smugly. Mm. All right. This next episode is 80. Oh, 80 days around the world. Around the world in 80 days. It's a it's a movie from like a million years ago. Oh, really? 80 yeah. days? It's a classic. Okay. It was like one of those movies like in like the 1940s or 50s or whenever, 30s, whenever it came out. It was like people were talking for weeks. They're like, oh, my God, there's a movie where you see a plane flying in the sky. Like, it's amazing what people used to get excited oh, about. Oh, yeah. Doesn't it feel like we've sort of plateaued 
in entertainment yeah and just like our advancements now it's like ai but like yeah. a plane was pretty crazy they probably said that back then they were looking at like uh, like a plane with like propellers be like i think we've plateaued <laughs> All right. So episode 80, question number five. This was from Aria. I've caught my fiance in multiple white lies. Should I be concerned about this? Hmm. She had caught him lying about really stupid stuff, I oh, recall. Right, right, right. And we had concerns with this. Yeah. Was a lot of white lies equal a bad lie? Yeah. What's a bad lie? What, what, what color a red is? lie. A red lie? Because oh, it's a red flag. Red. Okay. Red lie. I'm sorry. Even I think more than one white lie when it's against you when it's to you you know what i mean if if you're out with your partner and they compliment someone's dress mm. and you know it's a slight white lie they're just being polite yeah. that's different because it's you know it's just a nicety it's not towards you it's not trying to get out of something with you i think that when it's to each other a white lie is mm, it yeah. carries a lot of weight for me. I mean, that being said, though, white lies are what society is built on. Totally. <laughs> I mean, we would we would collapse. It would be like a it's dystopian true. nightmare if no one told white lies. Yeah, yeah. So you got to give white lies credit. But yes, I agree. In a short span of time, if there's a if there's an abundance of white lies, they can start adding up to a red lie. And I'm talking romantic relationships, like a partnership. Sure, sure, yeah. of course. Okay, dear Shanty. Hi. I first wrote to you in September 2021, and I told you both about white lies I had caught my then fiance telling, which made me extremely uncomfortable. The white lies varied in how serious they were from being trivial things like whether or not he littered to more serious things like switching out bridesmaids in our bridal party. Both of you encouraged me to have a serious talk with my fiance at the time. I must confess that your advice absolutely positively terrified me. So, of course, I didn't follow it. Nice. <laughs> Until dot 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 five months and much anguish later, his habitual white lies continued and I called up my closest girlfriend many a time and she repeatedly encouraged me to try having that conversation. What really hindered me was how my fiance had reacted in the past to such conversations when he would dig his heels in and insist he was telling the truth. My opportunity came when my fiance told a huge whopper that I would have been a total idiot to believe. Long story short, he said he had, quote, sent his vows to a friend to review. I thought we had agreed on the person we would run our wedding vows by, so I expressed my disappointment, to which he replied, I didn't mean wedding vows, I meant the contract which we send to our manufacturers. <laughs> nice save, dude. <laughs> Instead of feeling sad or worried, as I had in the past, I felt enraged. It's bold. <laughs> I was furious he thought I would be that stupid, and my fury pushed me to confront him. I told him that his lying made me livid, and worse than that, made me think I couldn't trust him. I told him he was free to tell white lies to, quote, anyone and everyone you want, but not me. That's exactly what I was uh, saying. Yeah, sure. It's true. I think yeah. that, you know, that should, that needs to be the place where you can really. I agree. Relationships, yeah. white lies and relationships are somewhere between white and red. <laughs> pink. Is my, it pink? <laughs> white and red is pink. Oh, my God. You didn't know that? I don't know anything about colors. Oh. Yeah. I know brown and. Um, oh, wait a minute. Brown? Brown and orange is yellow. No. Green and Okay. Brown? What are the, what are the primary colors? Okay. Green. No. R B G Y C K. Wait. Um. Red, green, blue, yellow. There's only three primary colors. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. You're right. Right. <laughs> red, green, and blue. No. Okay. 
um, blue, green, and no, no, blue, red, and <gasps> I got this. <laughs> you can Wait, do it. I can do it. I'm definitely going to get this. Um, so you said blue, red, blue, red, and I mean, this is so obvious. What is it? It's not green. No, but green is almost blue. I know. No, that. no, it's not. It's close to blue. Closer to the blue than red. Huh? Why green? How am I missing a color? Yellow? No. Yes. Yellow? Yes. Yellow? Red, yellow, and blue. But yellow is close to red. No, it's not. <laughs> red and yellow together make orange. Yellow and blue together make green. Red oh, and blue together so make So yellow purple. doesn't, nothing makes yellow. Nothing makes yellow. yellow. Yellow is a primary color. Wow. Oh, a primary color is a color that is not made by two colors mixing. I didn't know that. <laughs> I know. I just learned something incredible. Yeah. I'm going to use that. Next time, any conversation I have with anybody in the future, I'm going to suddenly bring that up. Okay. Like, you know what primary colors are, huh? <laughs> I do. I mean, I'm pretty sure you learned this in preschool. Uh, <laughs> thanks, I think. <laughs> All right. So yes, red and white together make pink. Mm -hmm. okay. My tone in the conversation came out extremely severe, which is unlike me. I was almost shaking with anger. However, instead of digging his heels in, as he has in the past, my fiance acknowledged what he had done. Wow. He apologized and said he had not wanted to upset me and assured me that he wouldn't continue. I haven't caught him in a white lie since. Damn. We had our wedding. caught him. What? Oh, she hasn't. Oh, Andy. Sorry. No, 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 that's fine. Andy. Just no. joking. We had our wedding with all the bridesmaids I wanted and things are good. Smiley face. Side note, the bridesmaids issue was a little weird because they were technically his friends that he had wanted among my bridesmaids. Luckily, he wasn't attached to the ideal at all. And it was a non-issue. I totally admit it. I should have listened to you guys sooner, though. I also needed to work up the courage to have this unpleasant confrontation. I shudder to realize I almost didn't even give him the opportunity opportunity to simply see how unhappy I was about this. Mm. I am extremely thankful to your validating my concerns at the time and giving me the kick in the butt I needed, even if I only got the nerve to act on it almost a half a year later. Charlene, Andy, you two are simply wonderful. And thanks so much for all the work and effort you put into Dear Shandy. Your podcast is truly par excellence. Oh, par excellence. <laughs> your thoughtfulness, Oof. humor and candor are second to none. Love ya, Aria. How nice. That is very nice. What a great update. That one's satisfying. You know what I realize this is for us? What? This is like I told you so porn. <laughs> no. no, I think that, you know, sometimes we're not. We're not right. Yeah. But when we are right. <laughs> no, it's just getting comfortable not that over far. There. It's not that kind of porn. This is such a satisfying update. So satisfying. Oh, so great. And also, you know, that conversation needed to be had before they tied the knot. I'm sorry. Absolutely. Because, Absolutely. you know, she could be afraid of having that awkwardness. It is a confrontation, really, especially if he's been known in the Look. past for digging in his heels. But if he still dug in his heels over something like this, to me, that's, you know, that's full blown. That's like burgundy flags. Burgundy? <laughs> is that more than red? Yeah, it's like dark red. Damn. Yeah. So dark, what's burgundy? Burgundy is like red and brown? I would say burgundy is red purple and black mixed together Ooh. so it's sort of like a dark whiny red interesting yeah. yeah burgundy i'm not a big burgundy fan of the color i feel like it looks a little snobby oh really oh i love it yeah. i think it looks rich yeah okay you, you know say. you know but but getting back to the question you know whose life this makes a whole lot easier both of theirs okay 
That's that's the second <laughs> best answer for Family Feud. Uh-huh. His life. Yes. He doesn't have to worry. He doesn't, he's just like, what's the truth? You know how good the truth oh, is? Oh, it feels amazing. The best, the best truth in relationships. Nothing better than a relationship truth. Yeah. You know what the truth feels like? Is yeah. taking your bra off after a long day, a long totally. hot day. Totally. That's just what I was thinking. Or a, t- or a high, tight ponytail taking out oh, that elastic. Oh, yeah. And we all love that. The so truth good. is just like. Uh-huh. You don't need it. You can hold on, but it's uncomfortable. Yeah. And it drains you. It's an energy leak. Yes. <laughs> Very good. All right. Loved that one. Yeah. How would you like some brain fuel, Andy? Don't pretend this is an ad. I just want a marsh bar. <laughs> Give it to me. Okay. It is an ad, but this really does happen even when we're not recording. Oh, we're ads. doing an ad. Look, this box is already halfway done. I'm not ready for this. Can I just eat? While and you we do get the one ad? of these monthly, delivered in the mail, using our own money. By the way, this is no longer free stuff that Mosh sent us when they first came across the Dear Shandy desk. Can you handle this? I'm eating. <laughs> I can handle this, thankfully. So Mosh is the brain brand. They are protein bars that are also brain fuel. So it's not just about getting numbers. I like that because I find a lot of protein bars, it's just like this much protein for this many calories. And it just feels so like, ugh. You know what I just got? I just got a chocolate chip and I was able to isolate it and chew on it separately from the bar. Mm, it had a crunch and a melt. Oh, I know exactly. Right, keep on, keep going. Okay. You're doing great. You're doing great at this. Thanks. So in addition to having those impressive numbers, so the chocolate crunch, this is 140 calories. It has 12 grams of protein, eight grams of fiber, which I think is really impressive. It's just sitting in there. They don't even talk about how much fiber oh, they yeah. have. And only one gram of sugar. Wow. But on top of all of those impressive numbers, it really supports brain health with ashwagandha, lion's mane, omega-3s, and oh, also they're keto in case you also wanted to know that. Mm. It's insane. Like the numbers, honestly, they don't even brag enough about their numbers. I like when you talk dirty to me. (laughs) And they have six great flavors, but chocolate crunch is really after our heart. Mm. This is the one we keep ordering over and over again. What do you call these nibs? Those little chocolate bits? Nubs? Chocolate bits? Chocolate chips? (laughs) What are these? Nubs. They're shaped like a drop. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. No, they have these sort of ooey gooey chocolate bits Mm. that are sort of chocolate chip-y. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's and so they also good. have these crunchy bits. Honestly, I've said before, and I'm going to say it again. I bring these with me in my bag when I'm spending the whole day out because they help me curb cravings while also giving me the fuel. And Mosh is a mission-driven brain health and wellness company. They donate a portion of all proceeds to support women's brain research. So don't settle for a mediocre snack when you can nourish your body and mind with the fuel it needs to succeed. Head to moshlife.com shandy to save 20% off plus free shipping on your first six-count trial pack. That's 20% off plus free shipping on your first six-count trial pack, which includes all six mouth-watering flavors. Again, that's moshlife, M-O-S-H-L-I-F-E.com slash Shandy. Okay, so what episode was that from, Andy? Oh, well. You think I don't know? Oh, I mean, oh, I'm you're looking, you think I don't know. I mean, until you, you think, think I don't know. I think you're buying time. It's 80. Okay. This next one is 95. Oh, 95. Oh, uh, get your kicks on. Oh, that's Route 66. Um, I'm thinking of I 95. Okay. Like the, I-95. All right. I I mean, that's the main artery of the East Coast. Okay. You know what I learned the other day, which is incredible? What? And I know you're not going to know this, not because you don't know things, but because (laughs) nobody knows this. Okay. Except like, there's like 50 people who know this. Okay. Interstates in the United States go up from west to east. So Route 1 is the East Coast. I'm sorry. Route 1 is right on the West Coast. Mm -hmm. And then I-95 is right 
on the East Coast, basically. Is there an I-100? And then it's like, it's two, three, four, five, six, all the way across America until you get to 95. That's so cool. Is there an I-1? Yes, it's Route 1 is the is the Pacific Highway in Is it California. called I-1? That sounds You know, that's a good point. <laughs> if I-1 doesn't sound good at all. Yeah, why is it called I-95 and not that's Route That's why they have names for it, because they knew I-1 sounded terrible. My point is, is all the, all the big roads, yeah. they go... That's cool. Up and they go down too. What? Yeah. East to west goes north. It goes up to north. So it goes like one, two, three, four, five, six. It's amazing. We talk about the internet. We talk about medicine. It's pretty cool. I'm not going to belittle that, but yeah. I mean, it's pretty amazing. But, you know, talk about science, rocket ships. One of the greatest achievements of all time is the is the road system in it's the United incredible. States. It's yeah. unbelievable believable oh, okay. the roads okay that is not where i was expecting this to go no i don't even know how i have no clue what we were talking about yeah. to begin this no okay but i i you know what episode was is this the one we're about to read it from 95 very good okay so is there an i am 100 or a route 100 no i think 95 is the last one. Oh, yeah. okay just wondering so this is episode 95. This was a Q&A. Question number three from Christina. Should I tell my new boyfriend about my former friend group, Friends with Benefits? So oh. she was really into this new guy and she had this core group of friends and she, there was a guy in that group and she was really like, should I tell him beforehand that we used to hook up? That kind of thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And we felt that she should. Mm, and that if he had a problem with it, that would be a lot of information. Exactly. Okay, so. I agree with us from the past. <laughs> dear, dear Shandy. Well, isn't that amazing? That's what I end up finding in these updated episodes. I'm like, wow, I still agree with myself. Yeah. I still feel that way. I bet if it, we, we did these updates like 20 years later, we'd be like, oh, God, who were we back then? <laughs> what do you mean? Like we would disagree? We would disagree with ourselves. Oh, no. No, it's true. I think once you hit a certain age, you always agree with yourself until you're dead. Dear Shandy, I wanted to share some good news with you. I wrote to you about revealing my friends with benefits history to my boyfriend in the fall of 2021. Well, I told him and it was a non-issue. I shouldn't have been so worried about it in the first place. The two of them were cordial and friendly with each other whenever he tagged along with my friend group. My ex-friends with benefits ended up moving to a new city last summer and now has a serious girlfriend. We are very happy for him and still keep in touch occasionally. In the episode, I remember Andy saying, quote, if he, her partner, has a super positive reaction to this, put a ring on it. Mm -hmm. So we got married in January of this year. No way. <laughs> we had a private courthouse ceremony and are planning a reception for our friends and Wait, family. Wait, why are you not having a bigger reaction? Oh, no, this? I've read this already. I've read it twice already. So sorry. I already had my reaction. Yeah, but privately. you have to make believe. <laughs> okay. Are you an actor? <laughs> Why couldn't you recreate that? Okay, okay. I Yay! felt alone. They're, they're married. This is a big deal. <laughs> yeah. This is a shandy wedding. Yes. This is a shandy I wedding. I don't know if it's a shandy wedding. Why I can't mean, I let it be a shandy wedding? Well, if I felt like our answer really changed the trajectory of the relationship, maybe I would want to put our stamp on it, but I'm not sure. You're right. Yeah. I, I went too far. <laughs> you did. You're claiming ownership where you shouldn't yeah, be. Yeah, you're right. So uh, we had a private courthouse ceremony and are planning a reception for our friends and family later this year. When I told him I wrote into a podcast about this issue, we both ended up having a good laugh about it. Nice. That's nice. That's what you should see. Laughter. I know you two are animal lovers, so I'm also attaching a couple of photos of our elderly rescue dog. Aww. I'm a stepdog mom now. Love the podcast and look forward to listening each week. Fellow Legend of Zelda lover, Christina. Wow. Aww. 
That's sweet. What a happy update. That's a great update. I mean, I don't think... Great. I have nothing to add to Fantastic. that. Fantastic. That would have been, I think, a red flag. Yeah. At least a pink flag if he had any kind of issue with that. It Absolutely. would show that he's unreasonably jealous. I think it's really bad when people are jealous of your past. It's one thing to be the jealous worst. of the present, but of your past. The worst. It actually irritates me. When I see that, I get angry. Yeah. It's an injustice. It's like I was doing these things before I knew you existed. I'm supposed to be apologizing I, for that? I think there's actually a lot of this today, not just in relationships. It's like let let a human exist yes. after they've done a thing that's wrong. Yes. Just let it just let it be. Yes, totally. Redemption. Isn't well, America and about say redemption? Wrong. Yeah, this wasn't even wrong. It was she was hooking up with a friend and it was consensual. But that's the thing. It wasn't even adults. wrong. I'm yeah. thinking about people who do wrong things yeah. and then they're like, I know that was wrong and now I'm a better person. Yeah, yeah. But no, you're still a bad person. Yeah. Okay, this is becoming a conversation about something else. Sorry. She never did anything yeah. wrong. Love this update. Great. Congratulations, Christina. Okay, so what episode was that, Andy? 95. Very good. All right, this next one is from episode 107. Ooh, 107. That's tough. I mean, this is this is not that tough. It's, it's tough? 100 plus lucky seven. Okay. No, it's not that, not that exciting. But. Do what you got to do. All right, so this was from a caller named Danielle. The episode was called The Hunt for Red Flags. Hers was not as much about the red flags as the other one, but she was dating a hardcore extrovert when she's really introverted. Do you remember this? Yeah. She was Canadian. Dear Shandy, she actually sent an update shortly after the call itself, long before we had updates. And now this is an update to the update. Ooh. So she... She said, up update. she said she felt inhibited in our conversation because I told my partner that I was going to be on the podcast, which is a big mistake, Ooh. she said. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah. What happens on podcast stays on podcast. <laughs> it made me feel like I couldn't speak freely about my worries. My extroverted partner and I are no longer together. The introversion slash extroversion did come up in therapy and he did admit it was a concern of his. We continue to talk through it. Very shortly after I sent you the update last year, we were in a car accident together that was very scary and traumatic. After experiencing that, I felt so strongly that he was the person I wanted to be with. But even after we could have died, the experience had not afforded him the same clarity. Eventually, we parted ways amicably. I didn't think it would happen as quickly, but I'm in a budding relationship with someone new. He's an extrovert too, but I'm not stressing about trying to make it all perfect and assuming he's unhappy with me. We'll see, smiley face. Never before had I felt compelled to write into a podcast. The embarrassing amount of times I have emailed you speaks to your ability to make your shandies feel valued, seen, and appreciated. Warmly, Danielle. How sweet. Wow. Oh, that's so nice. I actually feel the introversion, extroversion doesn't have much to do with this relationship dwindling. No, I agree. I feel like that was probably going to happen anyway. It, generally, I feel like if you have so many doubts, like it just felt like she was clouded with questions and like uncertainty and insecurity, assuming that he wasn't happy with her level of introversion. That's just already not a great baseline for a new relationship. All right. Well, I mean, she met someone new. And I again, I don't think it had anything to do with extroversion or introversion. So the fact that he's an extrovert to me means nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Because I mean, I'm an introvert. You're an extrovert. Uh, we flip. No. Okay. <laughs> no, sorry. There's no comparison. All right. What episode was that, Andy? That was 107. All right. This next one, the next two actually are from episode 125. It's a Q&A. Hmm. Huh. Sometimes the easier ones are the hardest. Oh, I know. When I was a kid, 
the subway was a dollar twenty-five. Oh wow! Yeah, one twenty-five for it the was subway. One twenty-five. I remember my half. I had a half fare bus pass. I used to take, by the way, the bus all the time to school. Okay, when I was like seven by myself. Amazing. It was old school in New York, but um, it was. 60 cents. And I remember always thinking back then, because I was a big math geek, even when I was seven, I was like, why 60 and not 62? But that would just be weird. <laughs> or 63. Wait, so it was 60 cents for the bus, yet... No, it was half fare bus pass was 60 cents. Oh. I remember. That's how I remember it was $1.25, was my half fare was 60. And then you say, oh, but 60 times two yeah, is 120. Yeah, yeah. But for some reason, they just decided to round down. Back then, they were nicer. Yeah. Now, now they, they would, would round, round up. up. 100%. <gasps> totally. All right. So episode 125, question number two. This was a Q&A from H. I want to ask a semi-celebrity out via DM. Any tips? Mm. My update is rather boring. I listened to the episode and was ready to take Shandy's advice. I spent a few days procrastinating. And in the meantime, he posted his first picture with his girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) That said, the advice made me think that hitting on people over DM is not such a big deal. So I've been keeping an eye out for any other minor celebs I might get wee crushes on while mainly focusing my regular efforts on the regular Bumble guys. Thank you for answering the question, though. H. All right. That's not surprising. This was actually a very high likelihood, extremely high likelihood. Yeah. Was that he wasn't available just because he didn't post about his partner. And no loss. I mean, nowadays no. they, they've made it easier to shoot your shot than it ever has been in history. Oh, yeah. The, the, the whole overriding point is yeah. shoot your shot via DM. What's the big deal? Who cares? Pretty I mean, much. you know, if you're a celebrity, you might be like, eh, you know, what? That's, I don't want people to show you get 5,000 <laughs> people shooting their shot. Yeah, every but day. a lot of them all meet each other via DM. That's true. I feel like DM. I mean, when we had on Nikki Glaser, she pretty much admitted that that's that's it. Yeah. Now that. You don't need to be a celebrity to be on Raya. That's true. <laughs> okay. So this now is question number five from the same episode. Okay. What episode was it, Andy? One. 25. Very good. Question number five. This was from S as in the letter. I love my fiance, but can't stand his constant singing. Mm. What should I do? This is a real classic. I Did she this. take the advice? <laughs> Our advice being, do you remember? My advice. What was your advice? My advice was get the singing teacher who tells him he's terrible. <laughs> I feel like my advice was more like just get him voice lessons mm. and that he would learn through constructive criticism that was paid for that maybe he had some pitch issues. So you thought it would happen naturally. Yeah. And my, my. I just didn't want him. I didn't want his love for singing to be tarnished. You know what I mean? By, by such harsh criticism from the voice teacher. <laughs> we differ. Okay. Hi. I don't have much of an update, though I really appreciated the advice to giving singing lessons as a gift and plan to follow through sometime later this year when I'm able to do so financially. The singing annoys me less now than it did when I wrote in. Oh, he's getting better. I've noticed that when he sings with others or with a strong accompaniment, his voice gets a bit better. Though there are still moments where he sings alone loudly, at which point I usually try to go into another room. (laughs) I think he's picked up on the fact that I don't love being nearby when he's singing loudly, so that part of the advice was also helpful oh yeah we said that you she should make it known yeah that she's not a big fan yeah. i really appreciate the input thanks again for featuring my question cheers s okay so this is a good work in progress yeah, yeah it's getting and it, better and it, it makes sense like when he has accompaniment he can hear pitch better exactly i, I mean a lot of people are like that yeah okay right. <laughs> okay <laughs> moving on all right so that last episode was 
Oh, 125. Very good. So this next one is 129. <sighs> one person who's almost going to turn 30 and very stressed out. <laughs> oh, that's appropriate. All right. This was a Q&A. Question number five from Lisa. I've been seeing an amazing guy, but just can't find him attractive. Should I end it? Hmm. Hi, Charlene and Andy. Thank you so much for the advice. It made me think about what attraction is and my list of priorities in a partner. In the end, it did not last. I broke up with him shortly after. The lack of attraction turned into something that resembled the ick, and I couldn't continue. Upon reflection, I believe it wasn't due to looks per se, but some lack of underlying chemistry. I have a happy update. In May, I went on a first date with a new guy. Our first date, second date, third date, dot, 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 had all the magic I had heard you and Andy speak about when recounting your meeting story. It was the type of magic I never thought would be in the cards for me. All to say we both knew this was different and things moved very quickly. I moved in after four months and just over New Year's we got engaged. I am over the moon. We couldn't be happier. I mostly want to send you both a big thank you for one showing what a strong, healthy and fun relationship looks like. I knew with no doubts when I found it. Oh, how nice. Two, demonstrating that too fast or too slow is not an absolute time frame and therefore to not introduce arbitrary time frames into the major steps. For example, moving in, meeting family and getting engaged. We did what felt right and everything has been so incredibly easy. Three, proving that my age filters on Hinge were indeed too low. I'm 31, he's 39. Nice. I've had the pleasure of introducing him to Dear Shandy. He is a big Q&A fan and we listen to them together. We pause after the question, share our responses, and then hear how it stacks up against yours. Oh, Oh, this is just loaded with goodies. Oh, my God. Are you getting I told you so porn? A little bit. Your porn film now. Yeah. A little, little chub. <laughs> Thank you for the last and advice you've brought over these years. Best, Lisa. Oh, oh wow. Lisa, thank you. My Karina, and, and congratulations. We have a winner. Yeah. We have a winner. <laughs> you know, what I like about this one is it's sort of a Trojan horse for... Oh, a Trojan horse? And a Trojan. Oh, a Trojan horse. No, it's a Trojan oh, horse. Oh, a Trojan horse. Like, the question was about some other guy that she wasn't attracted to, but mm-hmm. really she's like, actually, I've met this other guy. It goes to show that a lot of the times you just haven't met the person yet. That's it. And that's sort of an unfun answer but it is fun actually if you're asking too many questions and and just not sure about everything chances are it's not the right person Mm. i mean it's not it's it's unfortunately sometimes that simple yeah it's just like if you're really thinking about it way too much Mm -hmm. probably move on i've said before that that people make the mistake of assuming that their only options are the ones they already know about Right. And in this case, like she could have kept trying, like banging her head against the wall, trying to make chemistry where there was none with right. this other guy. Right. And then she meets someone else. And who's also, right. and also people who really like you, like if you find someone who really likes you, that also doesn't necessarily mean that's right. Unfortunately. Totally, totally agree. Okay. Well, what a satisfying update Oof. that was. Lisa, my goodness. Thank you. And Home congratulations. Cooking. Okay. So what was the last episode, Andy? One. 29. Very good. This next one is 140. Uh, that is the highest speed limit on like older cars on, on, the, on the speedometer. Really? It, it hits 140 and then it taps out. Okay. Yeah. I think it's now up to like 160 on most. 
Okay. I don't know much about what I'm talking about, but in my <laughs> mind, that's true. So I'm going to stick with it. Episode 140. This was a Q&A. Question number one from Danielle. My date asked me to Venmo him back for our first date. Is this weird? Do you remember this? I remember. And the answer is yes. <laughs> I think you told her to tell him to sod off. And I think I said to like pay him back and like never talk to him again. Like I said that there would never be a better $17 spent. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Shandy. Thank you for answering my question. I wish I heard your advice before I responded because I like it way better than what I did. I responded to his message saying, no, I won't Venmo you. You were the one that invited me out for a drink. Oh, and too date. much explanation. It was the one that I, if I was the one that asked you, I would have been prepared to pay. I was also planning on paying for drinks next time. If you can't afford to buy a girl a drink, maybe you shouldn't be dating. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> some hard truth it's hardcore i wish i had paid him like you said and then saw his next move probably go on another date and then turn him down because ew i think my response was definitely on the bitchier side but i was so peeved about it ha ha can't wait to continue listening to all the episodes you have planned hope you both have a great weekend thank you danielle that's pretty cute. Uh, I see myself in her like yeah. like nice 99.9% of the time but then when something then rubs you, you wrong let, let the dogs out oh I have it in me yeah, yeah I have it in me to send that bitchy text I got I kind of respect it because in some ways I'm like she's right like it just look I, we as we said in that episode you can go to the park you don't need to buy a drink you can go get a coffee. Absolutely. You don't need Take a walk. to Take a go stroll. to a place with $17 cocktails. No. But he invited her and chose a place right by his apartment. And then, and as we said at the time, we couldn't help but think that if she had gone home with him as he wanted to do, if he would still be seeking his reimbursement. Exactly. Exactly. And by the way, people will say, oh, well, this is, you know, a, like a traditional view. I would say the same thing about a guy. If a guy's like, hey, let's go for a drink, come over to my place, like take a you know taxi all the way downtown, mm. come over here, and he buys me a drink and then tells me to Venmo money, I, oh, yeah. I wouldn't be hanging out with that guy very it's much. It's true. We, as some people said in the comments, I remember, they were right. Like She also had to get there. Yeah. It's not like the place was like a five-minute walk. She should have tell, told him to Venmo her half the cab fare. Yeah, right. Okay, well... That one's not surprising. It's still fun. And I'd like to just add an addendum. Yeah. Sometimes your job as a human is to teach lessons that Mm. may be lasting lessons. And what this guy needed to be taught was that what he was doing, that behavior was wrong. I'm going to correct my advice. I think she did the right thing. I think that paying it and never speaking to him again is spiteful. You know, Mm. you get maybe some personal satisfaction. But in the end, she made the world a better place. Well, that's the thing. I don't think he's going to do that again. No. He's going to definitely think twice. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. What episode is that? 140. This next one is 146. Oh, that's just mean. Uh, Okay. 73. Mark McGuire hit 73 home runs in 1997, the year he was taking steroids. It's the all-time record, Uh I think. Maybe Bonds broke it. I don't remember. So 73 times two. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's rough. (laughs) We're starting to get out there. All right. Episode 146, question number three. This was a Q&A. From C, as in the letter, 
Can flatulence portend the waning of sexual attraction? This was one of our best of 2022. Mm. In fact, it was last in our best of 2022. This was a very celebrated Q and A question. Emphasis on the A. I would do a refresher, but I think everyone should know this question by now. Mm. It is history. It is. Dear Shandy. I was really excited when I found out that Shandy took my question and was floored that it made the best of list. Listening to Andy's passion for the subject had me rolling. I heard the original episode while I was on vacation abroad. I saw the title was Farting in Love and immediately brought some data so I could listen. (laughs) It was one of the most surreal experiences of my life to listen to my favorite podcasters talk about my boyfriend's flatulence while surrounded by (laughs) half-naked strangers on a French beach. (laughs) I mean, that, that, is, that is pretty surreal. <laughs> anyway, I took Andy's advice and talked to my boyfriend about it when I got back from the trip. I think I even used some of his phrases verbatim. I know that the words respect the fart and, mm. quote, they always need to be funny came out of my mouth during that conversation. Very nice. He was awesome about it, toned it way down and started retreating to the bathroom when he felt things bubbling to the surface. <laughs> We have pocket doors in our bathroom and he would slide the door shut and proceed to rip one loudly. (laughs) (laughs) It fulfilled both sentiments, respectful, and it was, I hate to admit it, very funny. Nice. After a while, things slipped back into their old ways and one day I came clean about writing to Shandy about it. It had been feeling deceptive to withhold this from him since he is a very private person. Go figure. He was pretty mortified, but also agreed to listen to it with me. We did this together while I was showering to impart an element of cleanliness. That was a good choice, I think. He was pretty gobsmacked by the whole thing. And while it hasn't impacted his flatulence in any major way, it has imbued every subsequent fart with an element of humor. Beautiful. Six months later and we have moved in together. Our sex life gets better all the time and I've never been in a happier or more loving relationship. I've come to find a certain charm in this particular quirk and now accept it as part of who he is. I no longer worry that it means anything in terms of our relationship. Fish have to swim, birds have to fly, and my amazing guy apparently has to fart. Wow. Thank you again from him as well, even if he would never admit it. We both really loved the experience of this C. Wow. What a great update. You know how much I would pay to watch them listening or to see them listening <laughs> you to mean this? Showering? Yes. Oh, well. How funny is that? That's great. I think that would be a kind of neat experience, actually. I mean, I mean, that would be a little embarrassing for him, but no one knows who he is. No one We knows. don't even know her name. Yeah. yeah. No one's going to find out. I yeah. mean, her friends probably know now. <laughs> I mean, what a satisfying answer. I mean, oh, you've got to feel so validated by that I feel like the one. fart whisperer. Yeah. Respect the fart. Yeah. It always has to be funny. Always. Yeah. Always. We, we had a funny one last night. Oh, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should we tell them? No. I don't want to tell them. I mean, no, don't tell them. But suffice to say that when it happens, it doesn't happen often, but when it happens, still funny after all these years. It was particularly satisfying because... When this incident happened, that may have happened, I'm not sure, but uh-huh. I think it may have happened. Okay. You were laughing at one of my jokes. I was. And you found it so funny that you just... <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, it's... Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you, C. What a great update. And thank your boyfriend for us. Yeah. 
He's done a great job. He has. Congratulations. He has provided us with so many laughs. You and your boyfriend have given us a longer life. All right. So what episode was that? 146. Very good. This next one is 166. Oh, that's easy. Route 66. One of them. Okay. Episode 166. This was Caller Ray. Uh, She had been texting a guy daily for six months they lived in different countries and had never even kissed. They had met on this I trip. Remember. Okay. I remember. And she was like, how do I take things yeah. to the next level? Yep. Dear Shandy, just saying hello and a quick update. From meeting in a Sayulita hostel bunk bed to where we are now, I really can't believe it. We just visited my family in Israel over Passover and have now visited nine countries together. We are signing a lease together in New York City and planning a road trip to move his stuff from Ottawa. Thank you for your support while our story unfolds. She sent a photo, which I will not post, but how sweet. Can I see it secretly? Yes. Oh, <laughs> they look happy. It's, it's very cute. Oh, how sweet. I love it when that happens because yeah, I could have gone in any direction. Oh, any honestly. direction. That easily could have been like, oh, yeah, he just didn't kiss you. He doesn't feel that Done. way. Or, you know, this the logistics Ships are going to passing in the night. Yeah. Another cliche. Yeah. Or I felt logistics could get in the way of that. But it sounds like they're making it work. Nine countries. Nine. Cute. All right. What episode was that, Andy? That was 166. All right. So these next two updates are from episode 182. Uh, oh, Blink 182. Wow. Good. <laughs> that was such a good Duh, one. Yeah. What's their famous one? Um, the lyrics really made an impression on you. I think that's pretty much it. Okay. It's a good song. Yeah, was Classic. Great. It'll Tremendous. never go out of style. Mm-hmm. Okay, so episode 182, question number one. This was a Q&A from Roni. Is it ever a good idea to send a quote, if you're still single in the future, unquote, message? Mm, I remember I had very strong advice yes, about this. Yes, you did. Yes. Hello. I just heard the latest Hello. episode. Hello. <laughs> Hello who? <laughs> I just heard the latest episode and wanted to thank you so much for reading slash answering my question, cat tax attached. Oh. <laughs> Did that make up for the hello? He's got a bow tie. Mm-hmm. He's going to a formal party. <laughs> I really appreciate the advice and had definitely considered the perspective you both noted. Small update is that I did end up sending the text. Ooh. Before the podcast episode came out, not blatantly ignoring your advice, I promise. Just because based on what I'd learned about how this guy thinks slash behaves, he is the kind of person who would think it was disrespectful slash crossing a boundary to reach back out again. And I figured I had nothing to lose since he was already gone anyway. Okay, so she didn't take our advice. All right, fine. But not intentionally. Let's see what happens. I told him that while I was disappointed by this outcome because I thought we had a great connection, I totally understood where he was coming from and wished him the best. I then added, quote, I hope this isn't weird and no need to respond, but I just want to put it out there that if you do find yourself single again and I am likewise single, you can feel free to contact me wishing you all the best, exclamation mark, unquote. Mm. He responded immediately thanking me for my understanding and saying he agreed about our connection and would, quote, 
quote, definitely reach out if we were both single again down the line. I don't expect anything to come of it, of course, but I'm definitely cognizant of the possibility that I could be placed in the easy category. And should I hear from him again one day, I'll definitely do my due diligence and make sure I'm being respected and he is in being intentional in his pursuit. Thank you so much again for everything. I look forward to hearing more of your sage advice in the future. Sincerely, Roni. Yeah. Okay. She's going to get a 2 a.m. Friday night text. Oh, no. Sup. Sup. Anywhere. I'm not going to say she's doing the wrong thing, but yeah. it's not the right thing. <laughs> anyway, I think this was never going to go anywhere. Yeah. If he had a choice between two women and chose someone else, he didn't pick her. It's a fart in the wind, that text. I think some people just like the idea of an open-endedness. Mm. You know, I think that's why a lot of people... Yeah, when life they break- is open-ended. You don't have to say it. Mm. But you know how sometimes when people break up, it's like, let's stay friends. It's like, how often do you actually stay friends? Right. Or how often is that friendship really a healthy one? I think things happen naturally in these situations. If you're going to stay friends in a relationship, you stay friends. Okay. You don't have to say, I think we're going to stay friends. So That's you think, my opinion. So you think in this case, if they end up reconvening down the road. It would have happened anyway. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Apostrophe, apostrophe, apostrophe is what's for me. Wait. <laughs> No, 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 no. Apostrophe is for you. (laughs) Apostrophe is a wonderful online platform that connects you with board certified dermatologists. And let's be honest, when you are going through a dermatologist to get your skincare, it really is for you. Okay, so I'm going to show my apostrophe prescription tretinoin to prove that it is indeed prescription. Just in case anyone's listening to our apostrophe ads and thinking, oh, I can get that at my local store. No, you are mistaken because I was prescribed this topical tretinoin by a board certified dermatologist after I filled out Apostrophe's online consultation where I uploaded selfies of my skin and I described what my skincare concerns were. And then that dermatologist reviewed that information and lo and behold, in the mail, this arrived. And did you have to go anywhere? Did you have to... (laughs) pay for a car fare? Did you have to wait in a waiting room? Did you have to talk in a cold, desolate doctor's (laughs) office? You don't have to deal with any of that. Also the pharmacy, actually to me, the pharmacy is arguably the worst part. When I have to go and pick up a non-dermatological prescription, it is a pain. There's a long line. Yeah, the one I go to, the line is so long that sometimes people will come to me when I'm at the back of the line and they'll be like, is this the line for the pharmacy? And I'll be like, Yeah, Yeah. it actually is. And then they just leave. (laughs) So for your skincare, you can avoid all of that. And by the way, they don't only do topical medication. They can also do oral medication. I like oral medication. So we have a very special deal for our audience, the Shandies. Right now, you can get your first visit with an apostrophe provider for only $5. You might say that that's a small apostrophe. Just go to apostrophe.com slash Shandy and enter promo code Shandy. That is a savings of $15 and this offer is only available to our listeners. To get started, go to apostrophe.com slash Shandy and click get started. Then use our code Shandy at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. And we thank Apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast. Okay, so this next one is from the same episode, which was... 182. Very good. This was question number four from Anonymous. I accidentally sent a venting text to the person I was venting about help. Oh. Oh, this one. We've all done it a little bit. Yeah. Maybe not everybody. Oh, this one really. Mm. 
I remember what I said. Yeah. It was I've been there. I mean, have you lived if you haven't been there? No. It's like going through life without experiencing any trauma at all. <laughs> Dear Shandy, I am the one who accidentally sent a shit talking text to the friend I was complaining about. Considering I was ghosted, I didn't expect to have an update for you, but I do. Ooh. A few months ago, I heard my ex friend was selected as employee of the year. A few days later. <laughs> Where does he work? Huh? Where, where does the friend work? It's not a guy. Oh, it's a girl. girl okay. Whatever. Where does the friend work? Oh, I don't know. They worked together, though. That was kind of part of it. I remember they worked in the same company, but not on the same projects. Employee of the year. Yeah. I've heard of employee of the week. I've even heard of employee of the month. Yeah. But I feel like employee of the year is just like you don't talk about that. You just give them a nice bonus. Like, does that have to be made knowing that everyone else doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter as Do much? Do I need as this person? award or can it just go in my bank account? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A few days later, I was stunned to receive an email from her asking, in a very sheepish, golly, I don't deserve this award tone, for a letter of recommendation for the next level of competition. Was this her way of extending an olive branch, or was she just taking advantage? She knows I write fantastic letters. Could she be that callous? If I needed a recommendation, I would never ask her, considering our friendship ended in the way that it did. Here's where I hear Shandy in my head screaming, don't do it. <laughs> well i did it i'm embarrassed to admit that i hoped this might be her way of reconciling understandably our friendship could never be the same but the thought of putting this behind us would be a huge relief when i responded that i'd be happy to help she replied stating that she was quote crying right now i was cautious in my response but shared i was also crying and that i'd get the letter completed soon once i sent her the letter she replied with a simple thank you and that was basically the end of it mm. we've had a few emails exchanged since due to work necessity her emails are very guarded and she won't even include my name in the salutation. In the episode, Andy wisely stated, you never want to be in relationships of any kind with someone who savors punishing you. Mm. So true. I've been stalling on following your advice to find new friends, but I'm planning a reset summer where I take care of myself and get involved in activities that will allow me to meet like-minded people. I am hopeful. Smiley nice. face. In a time when I felt utterly alone, you both made me feel understood and cared for. Aww. I watched your response over and over and over again. Wow. You gave me so much peace and i truly cannot thank you enough sincerely oh, anonymous that's oh. so sweet that okay so i actually don't know if i would have said don't do it to writing the letter yeah because i think the letter is closure uh. like i would have done the exact same thing like my desire to put it behind me or to feel like i was undoing the wrongs that i had done would totally take precedence there i, I don't disagree with that really so you yeah. think you would have written the recommendation letter or whatever letter it was some sort of letter letter of recommendation it's yeah. really it's really not about what happens and what actions were taken this is really about look at the reaction yeah and if the reaction is that I don't know if you need that. Yeah. It's funny when it's like the email asking for the favor was so sweet. Yeah. And, you know, it almost felt like she was tugging on her heartstrings, on Anonymous's heartstrings. Yeah. Like, oh, it would mean, you know, oh, I don't deserve this. Oh, I, this would mean so much to me. Oh, I'm crying right now. It's almost like, yeah, we're reconnecting. And then when she got what she wanted, it's like, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And look, I, yeah. And I get that the friend is hurt, yeah. but there comes a point where you're just being, like you said, being punished over I, and over and over yeah. again and i'm not saying I'm, I'm i'm such a great person but i would have made a huge i would have you know how i would have paid them back for that i would have made jokes about it forever every time i saw them i'd be like eh? Eh? 
<laughs> got any problems with me today? <laughs> I think that this is actually a happy one because I think that there's a lot of peace that comes from her having given her that letter and knowing that it still wasn't enough for the friend. Wasn't enough. You know, the friend. Wasn't enough. She wanted her to suffer. Yeah. She wants to punish her. She wanted blood. For eternity. She wanted blood. Yeah. And, you know, you don't want to be, like you said, you don't want to be friends with someone like that. Those people will be lonely. You think so? Yeah. Those people will end up being lonely because the fact is people let you down all the time. Your mm. family, your spouse, your partners, your friends, they're, you're always going to be let down. And you just have to understand it's human. You're going to let your friends and loved ones down too. Yeah. It's just part of being a human. Yeah. You know, we're not perfect. So just let it go. Make jokes about it. Humor. Mm. Laughter is the best Aww. medicine. I just invented <laughs> that. Just, oh, that's a good, to trademark that. Genius. Yeah. All okay. is well that ends well. Yeah. Another I- cliche. I'm good today. <laughs> I like that she's having a reset summer. Yeah. I love that. Reset summer. That should be a hashtag. Yeah. Probably is already. <laughs> she, she's going to find like-minded friends. She's going to, yeah. you know, shed this. She's going to shed that skin of yeah. that friendship. Sounds fun. Reset summer. Yeah. Sounds like, it sounds like almost like, 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 really <laughs> like a hot scene. <laughs> All right. Thank you for that update, Anonymous. And for what it's worth, we both, I think, would have written the letter of recommendation. Mm. All right. What episode was that, Andy? Oh, what episode was that? That was, again, 182. Very good. That was a trick question. Mm. Okay, so this next one is from episode 184. Oh, you know what? Actually, this is very helpful. Now I know that they do go from south to north up Oh, the roads. How do you know that now? Because I took I-84 when I used to go to school. I went to college in Connecticut. Oh, okay. And I-84 was the east west it was a Wait, very- are the ones that go north to south or south or south to north are those even numbers oh my god you're right really the even numbers go south to north <laughs> and the odd numbers go west to east are you sure i'm not sure but <laughs> but i feel so confident i'm gonna i'm gonna plant my flag okay so we're good i got it south to north west to east And what episode is this one? 184. Very good. Okay, so episode 184, this was another Q&A. Question three from, we called her bass, a.k.a. I have a crush on a bass player. And the question was, how much should I consider my ex's feelings when considering dating in his circle? And there's a quick note here before the update. She said, after rewatching your answer, I want to say that the bass player I met through my ex... Because mm. in our answer, we're like, did she meet the guy that she's interested in hooking up with through the ex? And that kind of altered our answer if it were indeed true. So what she's saying is it's true. She knows the guy through her ex. Right. Okay. I remember. I think that's relevant. Absolutely. Dear Shandy, I took your advice. Woo. <laughs> Should we have a graphic for that? (laughs) I really considered whether this bass player would be worth shitting where I ate and Mm. decided he wasn't. Given my age, my career trajectory, and my relationship history, I realized that I can't afford to mess around with sexy maybes. Only a couple weeks after my email, I actually needed to hire said bass player and Ah. was worried about how I would navigate flirtation and professionalism. Ultimately, when he let me know that he wanted to be quote two grown adults just getting to know each other (laughs) i told him that i didn't think it was appropriate he responded that he wasn't looking for anything serious and i told him that i was quote only looking for something serious Mm. 
Damn. Wow. I'm impressed. Ooh. That's a good line. Yeah. But that he was hella handsome. And if he saw a cutie in the audience, I would be his wing woman. He laughed at my joke and we had a great night as friends. Ultimately, I felt like this response was authentic, honest, and protected my professionalism slash flirty brand. Thank you so much for your advice. Base. I mean, we called her base, so she will continue to be called base. <laughs> Base. Yeah. All about that base. About that base. Yes. Very good. No treble. No treble. <laughs> double I, entendre. Double entendre. Yeah. Two. Two entendres. Yes. So I am very impressed. This is exactly it's masterful. Mm-hmm. She, as she said, she maintains her brand, which yeah. is always important. You don't, you don't want to act weird. Yeah. And you work so hard. You know, you yeah. work so hard for your career, especially when it's really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? connection and networking yes, focused, yes. which hers clearly is. Yeah. She, you know where she shot? She shot in the toilet. <laughs> I love her response to him saying, I'm not looking for anything serious. Well, I'm only looking for something serious. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, that's, you know, that, that says it all, doesn't hard. it? Yeah. It makes it very clear. Like if he's interested in something serious, then maybe yeah. there's an opportunity, but otherwise... You know, let's just I hang actually out. wish more people would respond along those lines when someone's like, oh, I'm not looking for anything serious. And most people are like, oh, yeah, me neither, even though deep down they kind of are. Well, people don't want to say that if they're if they're really interested in somebody because they think it might scare, scare them, them, them off. It's like, I want a husband. I want a wife. You yeah, know, yeah, you don't yeah. want to hear that. But mm-hmm. I, I respect that. You know, I don't think everyone should say I'm looking for someone serious. Totally. I think that's a little extreme. Yeah. But in this case. This case, it works. It was perfectly it's executed. perfect. Was she saying... I am looking, mm-hmm. but only for something serious. So in other words, if I'm going to jeopardize a work situation, yeah. we've got to like basically get married. Yeah. But she's saying, so basically what it is, it's a, it's a so you're saying I got a chance situation. <laughs> okay. Love that one. Yeah, Great. Okay. So what episode was that? Oh, oh, would you like to know what episode that was? Is that what you're interested in? Yes. Oh, well, I just happen to know. 184. Very good. This next one is from 197. Wow. <laughs> that's that's the downside of having so many episodes. It's a testament to our longevity. Yeah, I got to say our last updates episode was easier. <laughs> yeah. A lot of double digits. Um, 197. Let's think about that. Uh, Kiss 97 FM. 97 okay. point something FM. Kiss FM. All right. So one of those. <laughs> a lot of one of. <laughs> Oh, by the way, there's two two from this episode. The first is uh, question number four. Mm. I'm seeking advice on how to end a friendship. And she had signed feeling like a snooty friend. So we had named her Snooty. Oh, yeah. Snooty. And we talked about how cute all the Snoo things are. Yeah. You can't have a name starting with Snoo that's not cute. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Hi, Shandy. Hi. Oh, no. (laughs) I just listened to the podcast and appreciate the advice. I should have provided more context. Just for the sake of respect from Andy and Charlene, I have been taking long periods of time to respond to texts a span of three days to a week plus and have frequently told this friend that I'm too busy to hang out. But she doesn't seem to take hints. And if I don't respond via text for a few days, she'll message me on Instagram or on a different platform asking to hang out, having to shut her down on a weekly basis and her not taking hints is part of what's making it draining for me. Okay, so I think that we were like, just fade on her, like give her hints. Yeah. There are also other parts of the friendship that make me anxious. In the one and a half years I've known her, she has hopped around to four different jobs and has quit all of them on a whim. 
This is just one of the many examples. This doesn't negatively impact me, but hearing about people making poor life decisions does give me secondhand anxiety. I find that relatable, actually. I do agree that a friendship breakup would be inappropriate and unnecessarily harmful. I think moving forward, I'm going to try to invite her to group hangouts so she can meet more people. And I'll also communicate that my schedule doesn't allow a lot of time for seeing friends. I think she'd understand. I also didn't realize the accuracy of a comment Charlene made about me not knowing what I bring to the table in the friendship. I do tend to be pretty insecure and thought that it only leaked into romantic relationships where I constantly question what the other person likes about me. And if it's not blatantly clear, I start distancing myself so I can get validation from people who are able to clearly express appreciation for me. This will be good for me to reflect on. Smiley face. Thanks, Shandy. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, this was an interesting one because I think we were, we were like, don't do it. Yeah. Right? We were like, you will ruin this girl's life. Like, to end a friendship is actually way harsher than breaking up with someone. Way harsher. Yeah. It's like, I don't need to live with you. I don't need to be attached to you, but I still want you out of my life. Mm. Yeah. Usually when you end a relationship, it's like, oh, but we can still be friends. In this case, you're like, I don't even want that. You're downgrading from friend to like, you don't exist in the universe. Yeah. Or acquaintance. It does sound like this is kind of like a high maintenance friendship when her... She just doesn't feel it with this friend. But I maintain our original advice and I'm glad that she's not. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do it. It, Only a few people on earth can do it. It's it's like it's like it's like being an astronaut. You like know as many astronauts in your life as you know people who've ended friendships with a talk. (laughs) It's that rare. I mean, I've never met an astronaut. And also that impressive. Yeah. I've I've never met an astronaut either. I've met people who work for NASA. Me too. But not an actual astronaut. I mean... To be perfectly fair, there's a lot of things that are sort of like, it's like, a you know, everyone's like, oh, it's so cool to do this or, oh, it's so amazing to me. There's nothing cooler than being an astronaut. I felt it when I was two years old, eight years old, 16, 28, 36, (laughs) 41, and now. And now. I mean, you're in space. And also just getting to say, I'm an astronaut. I'm an astronaut. What do you do for a living? Like, oh, I work in human resources. What about you? Oh, I'm an astronaut. <laughs> it's pretty unbeatable. I do think there is something in that last paragraph for her to reflect on. You know, she was she was sort of like, why does this person want to be friends with me? I have felt that way in friendships before. Yeah. Where why? Your own insecurity is, is, you're almost projecting it. Yeah. You're making unhealthy. it a reality. Yeah, unhealthy. it is unhealthy. But overall, I just think this isn't. This isn't a lifelong friendship. And I think eventually the friend will get the hint. And I think she's right to want to introduce her to other people because it sounds like her social network's just really small. Yeah, That's a masterful. I mean, that's a very caring way of ending a friendship. Yeah. It's like you're finding someone else for them. Yeah. It's like it's like you're finding a foster parent for an animal that you can't have anymore because you have allergies. Yes. You're not just like throwing it. Dropping it it off at the pound. Yeah. Yeah. Or in the street. That's oh. what people do. Oh. It's, people literally do that. That's sick. Yeah. Okay. This next one is from the same episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, 197. Very good. This was question number five from The Mistress, titled, I'm the Mistress. How long should I wait for him? Uh. Dear Shandy, first of all, this was a horrible situation with just as horrible an ending. So I am so, so thankful that it happened because this is how I got to be a part of your Q&A. Thank you for choosing my story. It was the best silver lining. Oh, so think that we can provide silver lining. It's the best lining there is. (laughs) 
The update. By the time the episode aired, the affair already ended, but you were right about everything. He sucked. We went on with our meetings at my apartment, increasing in frequency until one day he disappeared for a bit and reappeared with the news that he got caught with messages with someone else. Oh, God. In fact, two other people. He told me that he deleted our thread, but the chats with the other girls were still pretty incriminating. (sighs) So now he is being watched at home oh my god so she was just one of the other she women was one of many one of many mistresses she was one of many mistry he said he can't continue with me because his girlfriend is too suspicious now and he doesn't want to lose her and doesn't know what she would do if he left her so yeah that was that we went no contact and stayed that way it's been a couple months i changed gyms after this so i haven't seen him either oh, okay this was the gym one Oh, the gym one. Oh, because there's been actually a few mistresses, a few mistresses. We've we've also had a few gym ones, too. Yeah. Okay. This one made a huge impression. Remember they would hook up in the parking lot and stuff? Yeah. I find that irksome. He doesn't know what his girlfriend would do if he left her. Mm. How Mm. about he doesn't know what he would do if she left him? Yeah. It's like he's doing her some favor. This guy is the center of his universe. Oh, totally. He is starring. He is the marquee name on the movie of his life. That's it. And the director and the producer. By the way, the parking lot kissing scene was indeed at night. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. We had a lot of questions about that. Honestly, probably good riddance, but I wouldn't change a thing. This was the steamiest, most intense romantic situation I was ever involved in. And sure, I got my heart broken, but all of this made me feel so alive and just bursting with emotions. And I guess life should be about that sometimes just a little bit. Good for her. Anyways, million thank yous for including my story in the Q&A, I basically lost it when Charlene started reading and I realized it was my letter. And I was actually at the gym at the time with my headphones in instead of talking to random guys. So it was perfect poetic timing. I still love your show. Please keep going. Best nostalgic mistress. So she went from mistress to nostalgic mistress. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I do love that she was like filled with all these emotions and everything and it was like so steamy. But I also can't help but wonder how much of it was related to the fact that it was... Forbidden. Yes. Forbidden. Forbidden. Nice, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll never really know. But, yeah. you know, I think that this was a great learning experience. Maybe two wrongs do make a right. What do you mean? Well, they both did something wrong. <laughs> and what's the right? The right is that she had a good time. <laughs> Oh, God, this guy. Yeah. He sounds like, I'm sorry. I I don't use the word scumbag lightly. He's a scumbag. How many girls is he doing this with? I don't know, but he's definitely in the the scumbag category. The chats with the other girls. Girls. Were pretty incriminating. Pretty incriminating. Yeah. So on top of Mistress, there had to be at least two others. And what about the ones he didn't get caught with? Exactly. I mean, you only get caught, what, one out of three or four times? Isn't it funny how at the end of the day he's like, well, I can't, like, I'm not losing my girlfriend. It's like, what? So it took this for you to realize that? You know what it is? This guy's got a chip missing. Mm. Got a chip missing. Yeah, there's a lack of empathy there for sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for the update, Nostalgic Mistress. I cannot say this one is super surprising. No. Let's be honest. The mistress situation... What percentage of the time would you say it actually becomes, oh, I'm leaving my wife slash girlfriend slash partner? I don't have any basis for it, but I'm just going to take a wild guess that it's like one out of 10 times. Mm. I would say it's like one out of 20. 
Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, you up you you raised me. <laughs> nice. Okay, so what episode was that from? Oh, that was from one ninety seven. Very good. I didn't think you were going to get that. Hmm, I saw you. I saw what you did there. Oh yeah, they were both in yeah, the same. It was one. a passive aggressive. What episode was that from? <laughs> I saw that. Okay, so this final one you do not need to remember now is Why not? two. F- I'm going to do it anyway. Okay, I'm having fun with this. All right, two fourteen. Oh, that's just two 14-carat gold things. <laughs> really? You have carrots on the mind. A lot of carrots. Yeah. Or it's, or it's um, two times uh, 100 plus lucky seven. <laughs> <laughs> so this was a Q&A. Question number five. Oh, and by the way, this is the last update of the day. Very nice. And Did you say the best for last or just the highest number episode? It's the highest number, but I actually think this is a really great update. Okay, let's hear it. So this was from Mrs. Mrs. I've been in an arranged marriage for 13 years and missed out on romance. Do you remember this one? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm okay. Mm-hmm, Dear mm-hmm. Shandy, thank you so much for addressing my question on your Q&A episode 214. Mm-hmm. I'm sending this email to update you based on listening to your perspective on my problem. Number one, the way you addressed my thoughts about romance was interesting. I recall Charlene gasped and said that my husband's act of service with filling up my tank of gas is romantic, even before she got to read the part of my question that was asking if I've missed out on romance. Charlene's homework for me to realize that my story is still romantic was eye-opening. When couples I meet tell me they met in college or at an event or in an elevator, I feel weird about sharing that me and my husband met when we got married. Hmm. I guess I've been stuck in thinking about the contemporary romance with physical attraction, chemistry, and intimacy that I completely ruled out the romance that builds up from familiarity. There's an Arabic term that describes this type of romance, but unfortunately it doesn't translate well in English. Maybe the influence of my knowledge of American songs and sitcoms wasn't helpful in that regard. In general, I want to thank you for helping me realize that growing in love is just as romantic as falling in love. Oh, Oh. Mrs. 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 Oh, she never fails. Oof. Okay. Number two. She even has it in point form. Oh, she knows me. I feel seen, oh. Mrs. Mrs. Oh, yeah. I love a point form. Another part of my question was about the orgasm during sex, which I appreciate you for addressing. I also want to thank Andy for trusting me to find a way to do this right. He oh. said that. So here's how I approached it. Since Andy commented on how a major retailer sells vibrators. (laughs) I don't know why that sentence just caught me off guard. I looked up which stores around me sells them. I found that they are sold in a Walmart in my area. So while we were shopping there, I innocently passed by the aisle where they are displayed. Here's the conversation that took place as we walked in that aisle. Mrs. Mrs. Hey, look, do you know what these are? Husband. Hmm. Oh, vibrators? Mrs. Mrs. Interesting. Husband. Maybe there are a lot of singles in this area. (laughs) (laughs) She wrote note. Apparently husband thinks vibrators are for self-pleasure only. Mrs. Mrs. Actually, I heard they can be used between partners to increase the level of pleasure. Husband. Really? Okay, you know what this is? This is a vibrator ad. (laughs) Mrs. Mrs. Yeah, they do kick things up for partners. We could try it and see if that's true or not. Smile. Husband. Okay, which one do you think we should buy? Wow. 
Mrs. Mrs. Him. I don't know. I don't think we should pick one up now. Let me do some research on it and figure it out. Oh, I say strike while the iron's hot. She said, the last bit is the academic in me because vibrators tend to be pricey. So I wanted to actually do some research on which kind would work for my specific needs. But this is how I managed to introduce this type of activity to my husband. And like Andy said, quote, it doesn't have to be emasculating. Mm. And it wasn't. Excellent. Oh, gosh. Warms my heart. What a good update. Okay, number three. Like I mentioned, I'm no master of my domain. However, now that I have experienced an orgasm during sex, I can say, oh, my God. It is so much better than playing solo. Oh, that does deserve a round of applause. Oh, wow. I'm thrilled with this. Finally, number four, I want to acknowledge the best part of your A to my Q, which is that it wasn't necessary for me to share that I've been feeling unfulfilled for 13 years. It's true that I have tried everything else in this relationship, but I haven't tried to address it. Actually, I've been so focused on academics that orgasming during sex wasn't really a big deal to me. It was only after pausing and reflecting that I realized that I haven't had that experience. So I can't fault my husband for not delivering a need that I didn't express. Now, thanks to your answer, I can truly appreciate the romance in our relationship and finally enjoy the newly found hot romance in our marriage. Wow. Thank you again, Mrs. Mrs. I just got tingles. Me too. Should we put that on our website? Dear Shandy, we'll bring you to Climax. (laughs) Is there anything to add to that? It's perfect. I mean, I I, I leave it. I I don't want to disrupt the art. Yeah. I just want to let it sit. It even has comedy with the husband saying maybe there are a lot of singles in this area. That's great. That's uh, tremendous. Oh. I can't express how happy this makes me. Yeah. This, I feel, this is a a life-changing thing. This is fantastic for both of them. This is one of those updates that, you know, when we feel tired or the podcast feels like too much you get an update like this and you're like wow it's a shot in the arm <laughs> oh is that not good what kind of shot in the arm heroin <laughs> oh coke <laughs> uh, yeah okay also his reaction in the walmart shows that it just hasn't occurred to him yeah. He thinks that she's a happy clam. Like like she said, she hadn't brought it up. Sometimes you got to bring it up. You got to bring it up. Yeah. You got to bring it Without, up. Without, as she, you know, as we had said, and as she Artfully. agrees. Yeah. You don't have to be like, I've been dissatisfied for 13 years. You don't bring it up that way. You know what? I'm very proud of her. Oh, I'm this super proud. This is like, she did, th- th- there was not one misstep here. Yeah. Perfect execution. Also, it's a 10. A 10. 10 out of 10. And can I also remind you that English isn't her first language. Do you remember that part? Amazing. Isn't that unbelievable? Amazing. She's a, a perfect writer. Like, I never would have guessed. I only remember that. Like, that, it's not because I caught something. That's yeah. crazy. Writing is uh, becoming a lost art in this country. Yeah. Thank you, Mrs. Mrs., for such a satisfying mm. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Like, all the bonus points update. Oof. Well, Andy, that is it for our second ever updates installment. I, I liked it. Me too. I like the updates. They're satisfying, aren't Do they? Do you like the updates? They do. Isn't that crazy how well that works? Uh, unbelievable. You taught me that. Yeah. I did it last night. Okay. In a for, loud bar. For our listeners, the people not watching, we're talking about how when you pull your ear forward or cup it, it's unbelievable how well it improves and your hearing. And if you hearing. do both, it's nuts. Yeah. It's like a boom mic. Oh my God. Yeah. It's so insane. Just yeah. do that. Do that right now. I'm <laughs> telling you. Just talk to yourself. I totally do that when I'm out at a loud place with friends. I'll like lean my head on my hand and just be like, 
I mean, I really owe, maybe owe you for this more than almost anything. It's yeah. helped me out in a loud bar. It like in the movies, you know, you ever see a movie where there's like, it's like a disaster scene. Like there's like meteors crashing down and there's guns firing and there's uh -huh. people screaming, but somehow two people who are like, 50 feet away from each other or having like a normal oh, totally. conversation yeah, like, yeah. Hey, you know, we should that's go a, this way. And they're like, yeah, that's a yours. great idea. Yeah. That's what you can get when you do this. That has nothing to do with anything. No. Okay, if you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you, and that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram, and... Tick. Talk. Leave us Apple and... Spotify. Podcast ratings and reviews. Tell your friends and generally do all the things that you would do to support a podcast you enjoy, and that I think gives decent advice. I mean, I'm not patting ourselves on the back right now. Proofs in the button. Yeah, it could be worse. Could be worse. And I'm not saying we're perfect. Not but, perfect, I mean, but could be worse. Dear Shandy, could be worse. I wonder if people who only have nice things to say about our advice are the ones who update and people are like, that was the worst advice ever. They like stop listening to our podcast and never update us. So we just oh, never so it's get... a self-fulfilling prophecy <laughs> that we keep getting good. Yeah, that's fine. I'm okay with it. I mean, I like a full picture, but yeah. yeah, I thought this was very satisfying. Excellent. And of course, if we have answered any of your questions, either in caller episodes or Q&As. Uh, yeah, give us those updates. Tell us we were wrong. Maybe we were. Yeah, don't leave us feeling used. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're really taking this far. It's okay. You can use us. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye-bye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.